Please note that the voices have been digitally altered to protect privacy. My husband said I went in our sister, and then we moved back to America. He always spent time learning with our oldest son. My son finished uh, by his He's bright, he's tall, he's athletic, he has no learning disabilities, and we have a very, very close relationship with him. He started to slide when he was in ninth grade in Yeshiva. First he was with one device, and then another device, and the way the whole thing escalated. The first time I found them on the phone with a girl, it was obviously very scary, from white shirt to blue shirt to ripped pants to just going down and down until he started coming home on drugs with girls, and we were speechless. Um, I'm a mental health professional. I reached out to a slew of professionals, Mechanchem, where Bender was probably one of the only ones I held of that wasn't on my list, but I spoke to many, many Mechanchem from many different cities, not just from one city, of how to deal with my children, and we followed exactly the advice that we were given. And what happened with advice is that my child got worse. Not only did it get worse, but he hated us very much. He didn't want to come home. Of course he didn't want to go to family therapy with us. He didn't want to do anything with us. He was sleeping on park benches and in chill benches. He was, he was finished. Um, girls, drugs, heavy drugs, heavy smoking, alcohol. He was very, very angry, tough, angered that he became a drug dealer. He started getting involved with very dangerous, not Jewish friends. Um, we thought like life was over and then our second son who was doing great also bright and adorable and his seventh grade said when we talk about him we say shalom asani issue because he has no issues that's how he was doing he started to slide he came home perm and by Pesach he was he was done he was toast he was finished not only that but he was determined that the entire family was going to be like him those two are my oldest and then we have kind of our family underneath them Everyone was going to be like him, and my girls should be like him, and they should have, they shouldn't be so tzniyas, they should have shorter, longer hair. Like, he was really trying to pull them onto his side. And my whole house became a power struggle because they had these two boys, and then we had the rest of our family. And then my third son, Siamaka, started to come off. And at that time, we realized we had a really serious problem going on. Now, the whole time, we kept asking Das Taira, and we kept consulting with Mahanfam and professionals. So, we were following what we were told to do. We were very comfortable with that. So one we sent out of our house based on advice, very, very lovingly, by the way. Like, you're welcome into our house, but your device is not welcome. So you could come in, just not with your device. You understand that that meant he wasn't coming home. In China, you take off your shoes when you come into a house. So in our house, you please leave your smartphone outside. Our house is a table. We work very hard to build this house. We have Kedusha in our house. There's no internet in our house. Rabbanim and Mechanchem, I have a list on my phone. Every time I had an emergency, I picked up our, our Rabbanim, our Rabbanim. Principles, like experts, that's where we went. As a matter of fact, we were told, you've done everything. Your child is not worth more than one capital of Tehillim. This is what we were told by second son. He was 13 and a half, maybe 14 years old. That's all that he's worth. And one ran away from home. So we had two not home and a third, like just toast, just out to lunch. He was a little kid, he was 11 and a half. So my husband and I flew to Eretz Yisrael, who went to Eretz Yisrael, we walked in. By that time, my second son said, when you die, Ma, I'm not coming to your funeral. We'll finish with you. My first son, nothing. I don't want to have anything to do with you. And I'm going to take my second brother with me, and I'm going to make sure he also never comes home. And the second one was busy making sure everyone was going to follow them. Every mental health diagnosis my kids got, he's bipolar, he's manic, he's having psychotic break, whatever it is, he was diagnosed with. Rebellion listened, and after a few minutes, he said, you go right to Avi Fishoff, and he's the one who's going to help you. Go to him. So we started with Avi two and a half years ago. And 
And there was one point that we hosted for a long time many, many kids from the community that had nowhere to go and from other neighborhoods. We had 10, 12 kids living in our house that were homeless on the streets and they came to our house. So we felt we needed a little chazak, so we went to our mayor star and we wanted to ask him for a bracha that what we were doing is, is it the right thing to be shalitza and to get chazak? Went to our mayor stern and he listened to it and he listened to how we're being mechanach our other children because we spent a lot of time building all of our other children that they should be proud of what we're doing and having a perspective on what we're doing. We don't just take them in and not build them and explain to them what they're doing. They're special. My other kids know they're special. Our mayor stern listened and he said, this is true chanach. This is chanach. Your kids are getting on hand chanach. What it should be? Today, two and a half years later, Baruch Hashem, our children are all off of drugs. They're on heavy drugs. They're totally clean. They're not... Without we, nothing, 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 nothing. They are not smoking. They were smoking, and they're both living productive lifestyles. My third son, who was totally falling off that little guy, so today he's in yeshiva, he's studying, he's growing. He told me, Mommy, I need to go to a better yeshiva. I need to keep growing. It's not on my level enough. He, he had so much space. He, for two years, he just laid on my floor playing iPad and doing whatever we needed to do with him, with her elephant every single step of the way, what we're doing and how we're doing it. Now he's just, he's like a fire ready to go. And he sees all the kids in the yeshiva that are hiding their devices and they're smoking and they're vaping. It doesn't mean anything. There's no tie with him. He just, he knows what he is. He has his confidence. He has his love and he keeps going. He feels loved and he feels accepted and he wants it. And he's so happy. My older son, who's now 19, who's my tall muscle man working out guy. So I'm his girlfriend. We go out together all the time. He prefers to go out with me. He, th he feels by this point he has nothing against Hashem and nothing against Yiddishkeit. He just knows he's not holding there yet. So from being angry towards Hashem and angry, I'm not there yet. Eventually I want to be from and I want to marry someone religious. That's what he said. He'll come downstairs when I'm folding laundry and he'll just sit next to me while I'm folding laundry. And I can fold laundry for a long time. And he'll just sit with me and just, just do nothing. He'll say nothing. He'll just sit next to me and just enjoy being there. He feels safe. We just had a baby, and the whole time he knew I was having a baby. All oh, these yeshivish people, you have all these big families, what are you doing? And just brought me nothing more than a minivan, okay? You can't get a bigger van, please, no transit. It's just polishing. Yesterday, he's sitting with me in the kitchen. He's like, you know what? If I have more than four kids, I just need a bigger house. From no kids and this yeshivish family to, okay, maybe I'll have more than four kids. I just need a bigger house. That's how much he's changed from nothing so I want my own family. He went to Eretz Yisrael. He went for a Shana Yom Kippur. He went in for a Yom Kippur the whole day. He fasted. And that's where he's holding my second son, the one that I, I told to leave the house, the one who was smoking, I don't know what, on top of the roofs of buildings that were in the construction site. So like when there's no window yet on the seventh floor, he would go smoke up there and say what, or take pictures on the ledges in between two buildings. Like, he was... He was reckless. He was, he, he, the scariest part was the recklessness of the age. He was a baby and he was just, the, the harder the drug, the more exciting it was. The, the more further away from Yiddishkeit the girl that he was dating was, the better it was. Not Jewish, like Asian, this, that. He was just, it was exciting to him that she shouldn't be anything near Yiddishkeit. He was so against Hashem. Apicars is spooning, spooning Apicars. He wants to have nothing. Today we're a developed, we're a modern society. He wants to hear about people from nowadays, nothing from the past. Okay, the closer to the past was just horrific. Um, just dangerous, just dangerous. I just, I daven that he should live and not Hashem. I don't know what. Say Baruch Hashem, he's completely from, completely from. 
Kishama Shabbos, Kishama Torah Mitzvot. He is growing, he is staggering. He was so dysfunctional. He was such a slob and messy and, and anything and everything. He just made a Sam in the summer. He finished Mesechus Makas by himself. He came and made a full Sam. This is the one who said, I'm not coming to your, your Leviathan. I'm not coming when you die. That's done. I sent him off to camp in the summer. And before he went to camp, he turned around and he looked at me. And he said, Ma, could I ask you a question? Ma, you me. That's, that's how much the relationship changed from turning there to coming home. He was talking about something on Pesach when he became from Pesach. He started turning around. So I was telling him about something that a, a, a Posik says. And he says, Mommy, I want to go as far back to the source as possible. Instead of learning a safer now in English, I want to go to an older, I want to learn Gemara with Rashi and Tosos. So it was written a long, long time ago, not something now, because I want to be as close to the source of Hashem as possible. That's how much the opposite he twisted was. We went last night to parent-teacher conferences room because he's in, he's in Lakewood, he's in Easton Town now. He's doing very well there. And we said to them, so are you worried about him? Like, are you, tell us like anything. And he said, the only thing we're worried about is that he's so tough on the ninth and 10th graders that he wants them to come along already, like, like slow down. It's okay, it's a process, it takes time. That's what they're worried about with him. So we say, Bar Hashem, our family is changed. So I asked them before Hanukkah, everyone gets presents, whatever they want, yeah? So we talk about our wish list. My whole family has wish list before Hanukkah. What was it two years ago? So two years ago, it was a Kratzmach tree, and it was lights in his whole room, and he had the full the full nine yards Kratzmach party for him with the dishes, everything. His room looked like Kratzmach happened. Last year was a bong. A bong. bong. Last year, he benched Hanukkah high, but he had a bong and he benched Hanukkah. So we went from Kratzmach tree to smoking up weed with a menorah. This year he asked me for two things. He asked me, he got rid of his smartphone. He doesn't have a smartphone anymore. No smartphone. He asked me if I could get, yeah, he asked me if I could um, buy him an MP3 player. And if it wouldn't be too much of a crisp to put all the Jewish music on it for him because he's not gonna end up doing it and he doesn't wanna listen to non-Jewish music. Another thing he asked me for is, he said, could you please buy me a G'dayim book? Because I heard that if you read stories of Tzadikim, then when you're Nifter, you got to meet them. And I want to meet them. So if you could buy me those books. Yeah, so that was today. That's what he asked me today. And my, my sons respect each other, meaning they're all on their own journeys and they respect each other just like all my other kids underneath respect that this is who their siblings are like. If my six-year-old was learning Chumash last year and his older brother came in and he knew it wasn't good for him, he just... They're learning quietly or went into the other room. Like they, they sense, they sense. So I told my seven-year-old, I'm going to hear a famous, a big person who's going to help and he's going to tell us about Hanach. So he looks at me, my little seven-year-old, he looks at me. He's very worried. I said, what? Like, don't you want me to change? Like, no, mommy, please don't change. So I just want to thank you, Abby, for that special. <laughs> I'm going to try to close without crying. Thank you, Abby for, yes, helping us patiently, patiently helping us change, changing our family, saving our home, our Heilige, our precious Kindelach, and all our future generations. Our journey is pleasant because of you. Our Nachas, our Nitzchias, our Torei Doros, they're all because of you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should repay you countless, countless, countless times over. Rabbi Avi, we daven for your Hatzlacha, for you to have continued siyata deshmaya, bracha, and mazel, as you are changing the face of Klai Israel and bringing Mashiach closer. 
And, like my very, very wise seven-year-old told me, Rebavi, please don't ever change. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Avi Fischoff from Twisted Bounding. To be added to my broadcast, please send a WhatsApp request to 718-902-6666.